millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another episode of Four Times in a Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you, as always, by the guys at footballprizes.co.uk. This week's Celtic prize is an Aaron Moy signed and framed Celtic shirt. It's a great prize to win from one of our summer arrivals. Tickets for this one cost you £3.95 and the competition ends on Wednesday the 5th of October at half seven. So maybe quick to get on that. Just remember Celtic will be playing at the time as they are. they'll be away in Leipzig. So what better way to celebrate as a winner in Germany by winning this prize along the way. But I thanks to Football Prizes for supporting the podcast. And just remember, if you want 10% off your tickets, just use the code 4times10 and that'll get you 10% off. Cheers. <laughs> Hello there and welcome to another episode of Four Times in a Podcast. You join us on Monday the 3rd of October. Two days since Celtic were in action, they beat Motherwell 2-1. It was an, a goal that was put in from about a yard by Kyogo that gave Celtic the lead before a calamitous Josip Juranovic own goal eh, brought Motherwell level. But midway through the second half, Rio Hatate unleashed a fierce strike from outside the box that sealed the points for the league leaders. So... Tony, I'll come to you. It was Glasgow, it was quite showery and stormy, but I think you had a lot of problems getting to the game, never mind what happened in the game. Why don't you tell us about your journey to Glasgow before we talk about the actual game? This is the greatest journey since Rangers uh, went for Division 3 at the Europa League final. So I, I was flying out of Belfast on Friday night. Uh, this is my first kind of trip back since I moved to Ireland. Got to the airport, had a wee pint, was chilling out, waiting for my 9 o'clock flight. And then it got delayed for two hours. I thought, OK, I'll have a few more pints. And then I went to check when it flew and it was cancelled. So they called everybody on the flight to a gate. And I thought, that's just handy. This will be if they've managed to get us a flight. Walked in the gate and it took us back into the front kind of entrance, entrance at Belfast International. And basically we're told, you've had it, your flight's cancelled. You can go and manage disruption through the, the EasyJet app. 
and that like you'd get a refund. So I was def- I had to be in Glasgow for like ten the next morning. So this is fucking ten at night. So I ended up got a flight to Edinburgh from Belfast City, booked that for seventy quid. And then I was told there was one running ten minutes later from Belfast City to Glasgow. So ended up getting that. So I was at my money in flight. Stayed in the airport to three. Then I got a lift for international to Belfast City. Roadworks meant it took about an hour when it should only have been half an hour. Then finally got to Belfast City. Slept for about an hour and a half. And then went to the game and was out all night. So it worked well in the end. But um, I took cunt of journey. And if you're listening to this and you're planning and booking flights, do not book with EasyJets, there's uh, other airlines available because they're absolutely fucking useless. But I had a great day, really enjoyed it. I was at a game with my good friend and Celtic's best ever goal scorer, Mr Brian McClairs. A good day was had by all. I think he won me to speak about the game as well. Aye, was your journey worth the, worth the while to see Celtic go back top of the league? I know for about half an hour we won there. Ah, of course. It's always good to, to come back and... I was a bit shocked at how easily Rangers dismantled Hearts. So it put a good bit of pressure on us. But we started really well, as we usually do. Scored a, a decent goal. I think it was going in even before Kyogo hit it. Should have been out of sight. I think Katati cracks the post. Kyogo, Kyogo misses the rebound. Juranovic hit the bar. A few other wee chances. And then we concede a totally ridiculous own goal. I, I can only assume Joe Hart hasn't shouted. Or Juranovic hasn't heard them or anything, but... The back four is usually quite a coherent unit, so no idea what happened there. It's a, a goal you probably see once every 10, 15 years, so that was quite unlucky. Second half, I thought, I thought we were dominating the game, but just you're not as confident with Welsh and Jens as you would be with Vickers and, and Jens or Vickers and Starfield. That's not anybody's fault, I suppose. It's just Vickers is a much better player than the, the two playing just now. I thought the goal to win it was, was fantastic. I thought the pass for Jota was great to spot Atati and finish his top class. I thought Atati, I know obviously it's his pass that led to McGregor getting sent off, but I thought he was really good yesterday. I, thought, I just think he's a really sharp player. His passing's really really good and obviously shooting's, shooting's really good as well. So, um, overall I think it was just it was a cunt of a day, but see when the full-time muscle goes in the games, I've seen that a million times, there's nothing beats it, just just getting out of the line with the games and puts us back top of the league and um, aye, hopefully we can kick on a bit and get Vickers back, Starfelt, Giacomakis and obviously a massive game coming up, which I'll talk about as well. But overall, I mean, I'm quite happy. You're top of the league, you've still got quite a significant goal difference and Aye, it's the same McGregor will probably miss St Johnston, but I don't know if it'll be a bad thing for him to maybe get a wee weekend off, to tell you the truth. It was a good tackle he made, by the way, just to give him a bit of credit. It was, I think it was a red card. I didn't realise until I watched the back how far Joe Hart is off his line. So, smart, smart red card and he took one for the team. So, fair play him. Aye, I thought, do you know what? I thought we played actually really well the first half and the team started well. And I know it was, it was a world away from the team that lined up against it. Marin, you obviously guys like Jota and Matt O'Reilly, Hitati, as you said, were back. I thought we looked more like ourselves. We started really well. I thought it's really starting to annoy me, this, the criticism that Maeda's getting. Because I thought Maeda had a really good first half. I thought he was really impressive in terms of, like, it was the first minute. He sort of broke down the wing and Jota had a chance that he pushed up it away in the first five minutes. And then 
just I, I just thought he was really bright and then I came on uh, Twitter just after the game and he was just getting all sorts of abuse. I just don't understand it. I think people have just got their target now and they just seem to keep going for him. I don't think he's playing any worse than anybody else and especially on Saturday. Like, I know we were, the result was only 2-1 but I thought he played alright and Maeda was like, decent enough that I didn't think it like, didn't bring to my attention that I thought he was poor. I thought he contributed enough. Aye, the goal as you say Matt O'Reilly's header probably is going in. It's a great cross by Jota but Kyogo's maybe eh, just seen that Hitati didn't get awarded that goal against Shakhtar, so he was just making sure that he, he got that one after letting that one roll in in Poland a few weeks ago. So good to see him back in the score sheet. He'll never get a simpler finish this season, but that's where you want your striker just capitalising on the keeper fumbling it and being where he needs to be. And I, eh, the, as you say, Juranovic, the free kick, like it's a great free kick and it rattles the bar. If we, if that goes in, I think it's a totally different complexion on the game, and I think we go and win it comfortably because I didn't think Malawell offered too much, and like I think it was maybe 60, 70 seconds after Juranovic hit the bar that that I think it's a corner comes in. It's sort of he did away, Jota scuffs the clearance, and then it's sort of just lofted back in. No, I know in the north stand at one oh eight, so it's like I'm completely opposite end of the ground, but. I can't think that Joe Hart's gave a shout because the atmosphere, it was it was all right on Saturday, but if Joe Hart had gave a shout, surely Juranovic has heard them. I think Juranovic is doing the complete right thing. I, I don't, he can't let that ball bounce. He can't just let it go across him because he doesn't know where the Motherwell players are because it's just sort of lofted back in. I think what Juranovic does is absolutely perfect. Then 99 times out of 100, Joe Hart's there. Like, I think Joe Hart's positioning for it is crazy as well. He seems to just go to like, his right-hand side and as if he's coming from the side and that's why He's not able to retrieve it and stop it bringing it in. I don't understand what's happened there, but it was it was just one of the things, as you say, it's, you you probably not see it happen with Celtic for another 10 years. I think the last time we had something like that was probably the uh, Chad Uri and uh, Fraser Foster one who were in Rennes in the Europa League about 10 years ago, so I think it'll probably be another 10 years before we see something similar. But we responded well, and as you said, the Hitati hits the post where a rocket and Kyogo's header, I think it just comes up too quick and he puts it just wide of the post, but I thought we responded well, and the second half, obviously, you're a bit concerned when uh, the game's going on, but Hitachi scored early enough. Like, we, people need to remember, we're going to have games like this. We, we literally had one like this last season against Motherwell at Celtic Park. I think it was December last year, and was he in a well-worked free-kick or a well-worked corner that Tom Rogic put in? Uh, I think it might have been a corner, and that's exactly what happened on Saturday as well. It was Jota's quick thinking to see Hitachi on the edge, and he, you know he's got that in his locker, Hitachi, and He's a keeper, no chance it comes through. I see your bodies as well, so he's probably unsighted. It's the type of game, like, I think we maybe had five or six of them at home where we only won by, like, the odd goal, so I don't think it really dampened anybody's celebrations at the end of May last year, so I think you just need to accept that you're going to have these games. We've had enough games so far this season where we've been brilliant, but I, the only down point for me was probably the defence. I thought I thought the two centre-halves were terrible. I think they just... I think it is more just because Carter Vickers makes whoever's next to him look brilliant. Um, not brilliant, but much better than they probably are. And Jens and Welsh, I don't really know. It's as if they're lacking that bit of leadership in there. I don't really think one of them's vocal enough to sort of order the other one about. And I think people just get sort of nervous when they're on the ball. And based on Saturday and a few other performances, I think probably rightly so. And the quicker Starfield and Carter Vickers are back, the better. Uh, and I as you say, Carl McGregor has to be it. Uh, Hattati was brilliant for the most part of the game, but it's an absolute hospital boy plays and McGregor's forced to do it is. And I'm the same as you, Fony. I've got any 
no complaints with a red card. Joe Hart's sort of scrambling back. He's half-turned as well. If the boy Tierney goes through, I don't think Welsh is anywhere near him. And Tierney's probably just going to, all he's got to do is lob it over Hart or take it in and take it around him. But as I think McGregor has today, it's the sort of, it's, it is leadership for your captain to know that that's the point you have today. I know we had one similar last season when Beaton done it and he took a red card as well. It's just sometimes it has to be done. But delighted to be backed off the table. I know a lot of last season we were chasing, so being able to respond to what was a good win uh, by Rangers at Tynecastle was good for my players because she didn't know what that submitting game it would would have had an effect on them. So it's good that we've caught the win first and foremost and we can concentrate on the Leipzig game. But Andy, you were there as well and I know you took your niece to our first game on Saturday. How did you and how did Meryn Paul like she enjoy it? I see. It took me for her first game. She's been asking for long enough, and for a minute there, I was I was worried. I thought she wasn't going to get an invite back if Celtic didn't get the win. But I think you see the most important thing is is the three points. Um, the game itself was we should we should have really had it out of sight and out of mind. But it's, you're going to have games where you sort of stagger the line if you like. And as you say, I think it was just relapses in concentration here and there, and probably the a new centre back pairing if you like. That didn't help things. Um, just back to the international break, the, the performance doesn't massively surprise me. I, I mean, I thought we would have came out sort of swinging, and um, I could predicted a, to win by a couple of goals, which didn't happen. Um, but it's after a break, sometimes there can be a, a sort of a poor performance in the locker. It's just about that and all becoming the norm um, and having to scrape through every week. It's as you said, it's. It happened last season. There's there's games at home where you win by by one goal and it's tight. But I think like it was uh, there's not really much to say about the game itself. We you see you had a good chance at that. He was unlucky with um, not to have a second goal. And there was chances in the game. I thought no having the option of bringing Jackie Marcus on was probably a big a big worry. Really, I know we were linked with another striker for long enough, but I thought that was. I mean, he, I mean, I know it was, I think it was the eightieth minute. Um, Furahashi's went off for Haksibanovic, but if you are sort of chasing that game, then I'd have really been worried about the substitutions just because we didn't have anybody um, who's like for like in that aspect. I mean, there wasn't even a young boy in the bench um, that could have came in and sort of just played as a striker. I know we've had a bad through the middle, and everybody's my head has done it. Through Team Forest done it. I know there's been umpteen players who have done it, but it's it's really not the same. I think we can all agree on that when you've got an out and out striker there. And, um, that was one of the big sort of concerns for me. But hopefully, he's back as soon as possible. Um, but I thought, like you said, I thought I had a good game. Barry that one one misplaced pass. Um, McGregor, I don't think you have any complaints about the sending off. But that's just it's the best thing to do in that scenario. Just bring them down um, and trust you. Trust that the ten the ten teammates will be left in a park and see it out. Um, it's no a, a big ma a big concern for me. I think he'll miss one game, um, which will be St Johnston. It's it's no as if you're going into a, a derby or going to wait till like Tynecastle missing your captain or somewhere that's notoriously difficult. And it's not right at half and say that we've got a divine right to just go to Perth and win the game, but. Um, I think it could have been a whole lot worse um, if you if you were to lose your captain. But to make sure they don't have a chance at scoring today, when you're obviously going to 
be going to one of the easier grounds, if you want to say that and put it in quotation marks. Um, in the country, then I think it's fair enough. But it's just it's just a a poor ball that that can happen. That's football sometimes. Um, as you say, I think you saw somebody go up pretty well. Um, I think it was just lack of communication, just one of the things you'll not see for for long enough. Um, I thought Welsh had a bit of a nook to be honest. Wasn't he great? Again, it's I don't want to be too critical of the boy, but it kind of helped when you're when you're not playing regularly and then you're just sort of flung in and um. It's not as if you're just sort of next to the mainstay centre half in terms of Carter Vickers. That like, can't really help either. Um, but I agree with you. I thought Maida was really effective. Um, Yota looked a lot better than he has in, in previous weeks as well. I thought we've, we've spoken about his performances against when he came on against St Mirren and even Shakhtar. He was poor. Sort of all in the bond and what he was trying to make happen. So I thought he was looking more, more back to his usual self. Um, and again... Kyogo getting a goal was was massive. I think he's no scored since Tanadice, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's that's big for him to get his name back in the score sheet, um, and hopefully get back in a scoring run. So, oh no, it's the most important thing's three points. It's it's not a game where I felt as if we can really go at it in, in so much detail. I thought it was a very sort of six, seven out of ten performance across the board. Um just very much routine, get the job done. When we went to our when we took the lead I wasn't then fearful about them getting back in. I think even the way their goal um with being an own goal was it sort of summed it up. Um they had never carried a huge threat or anything like that. But as I say the most important thing is is, is getting the three points and moving on to the next game and obviously you've you've got sort of debuts at um Abligard and things like that. So Hopefully, with more people start coming back, and you know, Carter is going to be monitored right up until the Leipzig game. So, hopefully, the new players start to come back for Instagram, we get a full strength um, squad again, and, and sort of performances will pick up for them. I definitely, as you say, like McGregor eh, missing next week's obviously no ideal, but I think we've got enough in reserve. Like, you look at the bench on Saturday, you'd guys like eh, Moy and Tumble, and even Abelgard made his debut as well. So, I'm sure. Later in the week, when we discussed this in the game, we'll speak about who might come in and replace him. But Danny, what did you make a Saturday? Were you ever worried that we were only going to take off three points? No, not at all. Um, I thought we were first off we were really good. A couple of missed chances away from being out of sight. For Yirana, I was gutted for Yiranovic because he was so unlucky. You know, he scored for a free kick, and then two minutes later he's popped one and he's in there. He was really unlucky, but we were in complete control of the game. From start to finish, I thought it didn't. Obviously, at one each, and the longer it stays one each, you start to my best think, oh, might not be all day. And we've popped in a few daft draws all the years, and obviously, the last league game before Saturday wasn't great, so maybe there's a wee bit of nerves, but you know, I never thought we weren't going to win the game. I thought we created enough chances to win it. I thought my Ada was really good. I thought my Ada was our best player, and um, it was the only one really it was making things happen properly before Jota set the goal up. Danny, can I just ask, is it just me that's seen that stick? It's fucking, I know it's just probably daft wee 17 year olds on Twitter, but it's embarrassing this mate. It's like he was getting on Saturday when I was checking. It's, it's embarrassing. I don't I don't get it. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are times where I think Maeda looks like he's never seen a ball in his life, but he's, he's, a, he's a fucking physical specimen, you know what I mean? He's like an animal, an athlete. And he's, He's, uh, what he brings to the team, in, in my opinion, is just never in question. He, he's, you know, he's, he's always team first. He'd rather 
you know, he's, the amount of goals he set up this year um, is unbelievable. He's he's always played his part. I mean, he was really unlucky. He could have won a penalty on Saturday and he stayed up because he thought he could set Kyogo up and he was unlucky not he. But I think he's a brilliant player, but the only... Sometimes it looks as if he, he, he on the ball he looks a wee bit like he's kind of trying to put it all together, but if he was ever going to put it all together, he wouldn't have accepted it very long. But Saturday was a perfect game to bounce back after St Marin. They played really well in spells. I thought the first half were really good. Now, because it was one each, folk like, were on to Barna saying, oh, terrible, and this and that. And, you know, fair half a cliff, and there's like folk releasing blogs saying, look, what's happened to the Celtic team? And you're like, these fucking folk know like they're born like we've scored I think we've scored the most most amount of goals at this stage in the season as we've done in a long time we've scored nine this season already then the next week we took four half Rangers we've competed really well in the Champions League so far and we've got a big game on Wednesday and folk are asking what's happened to a Celtic team because we lost one game away to Simon and we've got no right to win every game you need to go and we're never going to win every game you're never going to go every season undefeated and I thought Saturday was a really good response to that. And what Tony said as well about not being to have a league for a couple of years, you know, just get the win, get back where we belong and look forward to the next game. But one thing that I learned through this conversation is that there's two airports in Belfast. Um, I didn't know that, but I'm not the best person to ask because um, I didn't know there were two airports in Prague either. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, another story for another time, but we'll... Just before I move on, I would just say I thought that fucking John Beaton was terrible on Saturday. I know I, I'm not disputing the red card at all, but the one in the first half when that Ricky Lamy just sort of ragged old Kyogo to the ground and only get booked for it and seemed to be waiting forever to get booked for it. And then that's the same guy, Ricky Lamy, has a clear horn ball for a penalty where the ref and especially the linesman's about five yards away and he didn't get it. I just, I thought Beaton was fucking at his majestic worst on uh, Saturday, but. Can I, I thought the, the I thought the penalty, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I thought it was a stone waller. I couldn't believe he didn't get it. I mean, Lammy's horn was out so far. And the one with Kyogo, I don't think that was any Merna Booten. He just kind of pulled him back. Bit petulant, but I, I think Merna Booten would have been harsh. He got the red card right, but he couldn't wait to get out. <laughs> and just thought his general performance was, was a wee bit lacking on Saturday beating. But we got the we got the, the points and as Tony said McGregor missing a game well, obviously it'll be tough without him but maybe it'll do him more of a good possible get to see this new Danish boy we'll move on to this week's important European game Celtic travel to Leipzig to play RB Leipzig and match day three of their Champions League campaign it's a it's a vital game obviously Celtic's only got a point from the first two but there's been definite performances to be to take encouragement from and the group's pretty open as it is Real Madrid are obviously up against Shakhtar in their double header so I think most Celtic fans will be hoping that Real Madrid do them home and away eh, which would leave the door open for Celtic to try and put themselves in a position to qualify from the group but Tony I know you nearly won there but now you are actually eh, travelling to Germany in the morning are you looking forward to it what are you expecting from the game and but importantly, has Lars from Copenhagen got you banned from every Airbnb in Europe? <laughs> I uh, I lost my passport this morning. Went to check in for my flight, and uh, me and the missus spent must have been about eight hours looking. And then our family was helping us look, and uh, eventually found it. So I will be there. Um, 
I'm looking forward to you know what it's like there. We these are always a good laugh. I'm, I think it's going to be an extremely difficult game, but my plan is just to get as drunk as possible. I'm driving for Derry to Dublin tomorrow morning. Um, so on the early flight to Munich and then Munich to Berlin, I'll probably go to the, the left wing badges gig in Berlin. And then I'm getting the train down to Leipzig on the, the day of the game, and then the train back up. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a huge game. Um, if we can get in, then we'll look really good for the for the last 16, unless obviously Shakhtar beat Real Madrid in the, the Bernabeu. But um, oh, I, 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 I don't think you can be anything other than excited. It's a chance for us to go and, and show what we can do. Um, we were very unfortunate not to win our last uh, European away game. I know, I know Shaq, uh, sorry, Leipzig are in good form, I think. Werner and, and Kunku both get doubles at the weekend against Bochum. Um, I think their record is usually good at home. I know Shakhtar beat them 4-1, but apart from that, I thought it had been OK. So, look, I've no doubt we'll go out and play our game and we can see if we can create chances. We need, we need to be more clinical. Um, if, we, if, we don't, if we take our chances, we can win. If we don't, we'll get, we'll get beat. Um, for me... If Vickers is fit, I would tip us to maybe just get a result. If he's not, then then I don't think we'll come away with it, unfortunately. Andy, what are you thinking about it? It's obviously Leipzig will be desperate to get points on the board. They've uh, lost their first two games, so they're in a pretty perilous situation if Celtic were to go there and win. But uh, what are you expecting from it? Obviously, as Tony said, Leipzig have got a new manager uh, over the last few weeks and they've obviously... As I said, had a few noticeable wins, especially that one at weekend when Timo Werner was back on the score sheet as well. But I know it was up against Bochum. I think they had Sidi Anko and Christian Gamboa in their defence. So hopefully Celtic can prove a bit sterner for them. And just just a sort of off point, Andy, do you think we can take it from the fact that Rangers sort of eh, seemed to dispatch them pretty easily in the semi-final? I know it was in the second leg they eh, they beat them, but do you think we can take any heart from that? I think you've got to, um, <clears throat> obviously they've had quite a few shaky results even since their manager went I actually thought look I mean if you look through their team they're riddled with, with class to be honest with you and I actually assumed when their manager went you would have seen that but it's not really happened I know you say they win 4-0 like you say it's against a Bochum side who are fucking riddled with shite to be honest but I mean they get beat 3-0 half, half glad back obviously Madrid beat them Shakhtar we know beat them 4-1 I think Frankfurt Stuck three or four by them, like they are leaking goals, um, left and right for whatever reason. And I say they've got a lot of good players, like Ngunku and um, Werner and Kevin Campo. They've got a lot of right good football players in their team. But I think you've got to, as I said before, take a lot of heart for how we played against Madrid. Take a lot of heart for the fact that we really should have won um, in Poland up against Shakhtar. Like, um, and in our day, we've probably scored three, maybe four out there. Um, and really just put the final piece of the puzzle together, and, that, and that's putting the ball in the net, which is obviously easier said than done, but that's really all that's been missing. Um, for the games that we've played in Europe so far, it's, it's it's just the end product and the finishing that's been half. So I think it's going, it's going to be a country game. I, th- I think it's broken honest enough about that. They're a good team. It's certainly like away from home in Europe. So, as we've said before, we tend to concede goals in bunches at times. Doesn't matter who's in charge or who's on the pitch. Um, usually, if a goal goes in before you know it, you're three 0 doing or something. But it's 
a draw would do so much for us. Um, yeah, it's not even we don't even need to go and win the game. And obviously we're all set out to do that, and you want to go and win, and the manager's always going to go and set out to beat everybody. But um, if D somehow come back with a draw, and I think it puts us in a, in a great position. Um, but it's it's going to be a tough game. I think there's going to be points where you're going to need to ride it out. They're going to get through spells where they're dominating the ball, and it feels like a bit of an onslaught at times. But that, that's just football that happens. Um, but as long as you see, I think you'll be in a far better position if Carter Vickers is back in. Um, I, I, I don't know if, if the manager will maybe look to Abligard and, and sort of bring him in. I, I doubt it, but I, I don't know. Um, but you've you've got to fancy our chances. Um, it's sort of the best football we've really played in Europe for a long, long while. So go to fancy our chances, as you say. Rangers beat them last season and put them out so you've you've got to take heart for that and, and take heart for how we've performed so far in Europe um, and, and as I said if you manage to put that final piece of the puzzle together then I think we can get a positive result um, but I, I would say a big part of what's going to happen in the group hinges on this game um, probably self-inflicted for no beating Shakhtar but that is what it is you, you can't you can change past results so the players have just got to go there and so stand up and be counted, but I think they can get a positive result and um, as I say, maybe not necessarily win the game as much as I would love it um, and I hope the day I just, something, something's lingering about a draw for me um, for the game then. Aye, I know what you mean like, and when I talk about uh, their semi-final against them in April whenever it was, I I think we should sort of be looking at these two games as a sort of almost two-legged affair I know Ange will obviously go all out and we won't change our style, but the fact is that we're, we've got a point in the name as it is, so if you can get a better sort of head-to-head against uh, them, then you're putting yourself in a magnificent position to, at the very least, get, get European football after Christmas, whether that be in the Europa League or the uh, Champions League knockout stage. But I think like you, I think you're quite right to call it the final piece of the puzzle because the performances have been there the first two games in Real Madrid, the Champions of Europe, and we matched them for Basque fast parts of that game like 55 minutes before we conceded and even after that we still kept going at them like so I think it's just going to be like putting the ball in the net like that second half in uh, Warsaw against the next was, was sort of unlike it and I'd seen Celtic in the Champions League group stage especially away from home we just absolutely dominated and absolutely should have uh, came away with three points and last season in the Europa League, we seem to be the team that oh, if we could have held on in Betis, if we could have held on in uh, Leverkusen, like, like, I just don't want this group to be the one where off oh, we'd have took our chances in Warsaw, if we'd have took our chances in Leipzig, I think. I'd really love us to just stand up and come out with a positive result on Wednesday and it, it looks like you don't know what you're going to get with this Leipzig team. Obviously they had that, such a poor start to the season that they sacked their manager. But since then, I know they've had impressive victories against Bochum and uh, Dortmund, but they've also lost to, I think it was at Gladbach, and obviously lost to Bernabeu as well, which is going to happen to most teams. But I've got to hope that we, we can just catch them on an off day as well, because we've shown that we can match the best in the group. So I, I'm, I'm pretty confident we can go there and hopefully come away with a positive result. But Danny, what are you thinking about it, and hey, do you think it's got as much importance as Andy says, like in terms of like how how the group's going to look after this group, because hey, after this match day, because a few weeks ago I know I said on here that I, I wasn't really bothered about 
if we lost there because I just felt that uh, if they would get one in our games, we only had to win the two home games. But how much importance do you place on this match, Defrey? Ah, it's a big game, of course it is. We need to, if we're going to get beat, we need to lose by only one goal so we can beat them by two and hang the head to head. But it's a massive game. We don't want to be bottom of the group after three games, even if a path into the next round or a path into the Europa League is clear. But a draw is a good result if, if Real Madrid, if Real Madrid don't win, a draw is a good result. A draw is a great result if, if Real Madrid don't win, then a draw is an alright result. But obviously we should be going there looking to win. Leipzig are obviously better than what we've seen against in, in April when they played Rangers. But if they turn up like that, they'll play like that, we'll beat them twice. So, who knows? Um, but it'll be tough. They've obviously got a wee bit better. Timo Werner's fucking found these shooting boots just in time to play against Celtic, which was which was lovely. And they've had to sack their manager. They were in a bit of a mess. But if we if we play like we did in Warsaw, I mean, we've got a chance. I mean, well, no, we've got a chance, but uh, a draw, I would bite your horn off for a draw the now. But it'll be, it'll be a tough night now. And it's I'm a wee bit like Tony. I'd rather cut because was there. I think everybody would rather Carabaggers was there, but I, I think they would put Carabaggers going through. I don't, I'm not, I don't dislike, uh, I don't think Welsh is as bad as what folks say, but he does infuriate me with the boss sometimes. Um, and it was funny because he had two really good passes through to Maeda Saturday, which opened Motherwell up. One that Maeda cut the ball back, and the other one that made, I think Maeda just kind of cut it back. It was unlucky. But too many times he, he walks his forward with the ball, stops, and then just kind of like turns around and just gives it away when there's like a clear pass in the middle of the park one. And in Europe, you need to take the risks. And if we're going to play the ball back, you're just going to invite a team like Leipzig onto you, which means you need to be perfect when you play out. And if we get Welsh, nah, I'm not too confident that we will be. So um, I hope Carter Vickers makes it. Um, and if he does not, I would be very tempted to play up. Abelgard uh, next to to the yeah it's just purely for height reasons as well as anything else but no it's a big game it's a massive game and it's important you know what we've deserved a win in the Champions League through the way we've played so far so hopefully we play shite and win one none I take a win by any sort of means no matter how well or uh, poorly we do play but Tony you've already mentioned Carter Vickers is there any other changes you'd uh, make if to the team from that played on Saturday, as Danny said, would you be tempted to bring somebody like Apple Garden? I would, I would go with that um, again, but it would be his first time starting a game, a first time partnership for him and Jen, so maybe be a bit risky. I don't think Andrew will do that. I think it'll be, I think it'll be the exact same team actually that played against Motherwell. I think it'll be the same team. Um, we'll need to keep it tight and see if we can get the first goal and then kick on for then. Um, but as I say, I'm a bit more pessimistic, but we'll see how it goes. It'll be a really good challenge for us, and we've got goals all over the team. We obviously Kyogo, Jota, O'Reilly, Hatati, um, Mida can score at times. I listened to you earlier on speaking about the kind of criticism we got. I thought he was the best player in the first half, I thought he was really effective. I thought. He was getting in behind. I thought his touch was was fine. Um, his tracking backs brilliant. So I think I, ju- I just love him to get a kind of a couple of goals or something like that. In one of these games just to get people off his back because he has become the kind of the whipping boy, um, which is a shame. I definitely have that. I know 
the chance in Warsaw as well, but I'd love him to get on the end of something on Wednesday. I don't care who it is, to be fair, but especially if Maida can get it, I think he deserves it, because as I say, I think some of the stick he's took is just embarrassing for people that are dishing it out, but uh, I, I digress, but it's... Andy, what about you? Is there any sort of changes to Saturday that you can see coming? Do you think that if Carter Vickers is on the edge that Andrew would throw him in, hey, given the importance of this game? Uh, I think he's actually going to make it. I don't really have any rhyme or reason as to why, but I think Carter Vickers is going to start that game um, next to Jens. I just, I don't know. Um, as I say, no, no rhyme or reason or inside scoop. I just think that Carter Vickers is going to start the game. Um, aside from that, I reckon you'll probably see the exact same start eleven. Uh, I don't, I, I don't see anybody else changing apart from that. Um, but then again, I, I, I could be miles off it, and, and he isn't fit enough to play. And as Tony said, I think the team will remain the same. That's the only one that's potentially got a difference to it. Um, which is what about Jack Marcus? Is fit? Does he come in the equation? I don't think so. Um, although I think he's been brilliant. Um, for us so far this season I've, I've raved about him enough times but I think especially with Kyogo getting a goal um, I, I don't see I don't see that changing I, I reckon he would be on the bench um, and come for there Danny was that you heard saying you'd put him straight in the team? Aye, aye. Um, I'm not a Kyogo or Jackie Marcus like it's got to be one or the other I would love to see the two of them play up front but in Europe Jackie Marcus just gives us a presence that away from home in Europe we we need, and I know Kyo, listen, Kyogo's excellent. I think he's probably my best player. Um, I just, I, I just think he's been awful quiet since Tannadice. I know he, he's still scored something daft, like seven goals in eight games or something, and he's, he's still doing the bit. But I just, I, I just think he's been quiet. I don't think he's been involved in the play as much as, um, he was, um, at this certainly this time last season, uh, before he got injured. But I just watch him, and I think he's. Not that he's hiding or anything like that, I wouldn't accuse him of that. I just don't think he's getting involved as much. And away from home in Europe, you really need somebody that's going to get in about the two centre-halves that he's up against. And and I know Angela says to play in the counter-attack, which would suit Kyogo because he can move. And he can he's more fluid, I would say, than Jackie Max. Like Kyogo can get left and you know play one-twos with Maeda or, or Jota and he can get his cell in the middle. Whereas Jackie Max is pretty much a... a centre forward but I don't know, I just I just like the idea of Jackie Marcus planking cell in between the two defenders and just getting us up like he gets us up the park, Jackie Marcus he's so good at it. He gets his team 30, 40, 50 years up the park, he's hard up play, he's link up play. Um and if he's fit I would I would start him and bring Kyogo off the bench with twenty minutes to go. I think in Donetsk it was the other well so it was the other way around because Shakhtar weren't they that good and we were going to see a lot of the ball. Uh, Kyogo obviously played a part in the goal, he could have nicked it, he didn't he? But like, when we were chasing the goal, it was right to bring Jackie Max on, I would do in reverse this time. Um, just because I think Jackie Max should... He bullies most of the players he's up against. I'd like to see him get up against the two defenders and just fucking plant his cell there. And then hopefully Kyogo can come off later on and get the, the rewards for it. But I think we all know Andrew Goey. With Kyogo, but I don't know. I just I, I, I just like the idea of Jackie Marcus uh, being a, a menace for us up there. No, definitely. I'm um, the same. I think it's two great options, and 
if Jackie Mackin is fit, I know I don't, I don't, I've not really heard anything about what the actual injury was. I know Gus Poyet ruled him out after the uh, Greece game, and then obviously he didn't appear at all on Saturday. So it's if, he, if he's ready, I don't think Jackie Mackin is the type that's he's not missed that much, so I wouldn't be hesitant to throw him in. And as you say, is it gives you that sort of presence, and that's one of the reasons that I'd play Maeda as well because I think just I think it was. Well, I can't remember if it was Andy or Tony that said it, but there will be times where we'll feel that we're under the caution. I think having somebody like Maida eh, that can burst into like, a counter-attack and get you up the park, or a guy like Jackie Marcus that can hold it up eh, as well and link up play, then that's obviously something to be very much like, utilising in this game. But it's it's one I'm looking forward to, but I think, I think it will pretty much be the same team as Saturday. Maybe... Jack has been the only change. I kind of see Abel Guard getting thrown into this one. But, I mean, I just did throw Haxabanovich in against Shakhtar, so you never know. But, uh, Tony, I'll start to wrap up. I'll get your prediction for Wednesday night in Leipzig. One each. And I think the goal scorer will be Rio Hotati. Andy, what are you going for? Uh, I, was, I was actually going to say one each as well. And, like you said, I've been saying about how much I think it's Something about this game is just get drawn at now, right? I'll get the old head and heart prediction. Um, one each is, and, and, and if I'm using my head, I think I, I, I don't see he's going to learn winning. But if I go with a heart, we'll say 3 1. We'll go one up, they'll pin his back, and then we'll pull away with two goals to win the game. Um, and I don't care who's in the score sheet, just get a positive result and, and give us some hope that we might actually be able to get this group in second place. Danny, what are you going for? Same as Warsaw, free to Celtic and a thriller. Um, I think we'll go one nothing down, we'll go two one up, get pegged back with about twenty five minutes to go, and then Joe Hart will save a penalty before Kyogo scores the winner. And we'll be on here talking about Abogard's terrific first start. I would certainly take that. I think there'll be goals. I think I don't know, I think both teams will be going for it and I think it'll be high scoring I wouldn't be surprised if it's a 3-2 either way but I think I'll, I'll go for two each I think that I, I'm just looking for something like obviously a positive result any sort of positive result is brilliant but at the same time if we just have that sort of performance where I feel that we can take them to Celtic Park and eh, as we spoke about get a better head to head than they have against us then I'd be happy with that so I'll go for two each eh, but aye, we will be back after that game, hopefully discussing a Celtic victory away from home in Europe. And we will also look to preview the St Johnson game later in the week. So stay tuned to our social media and uh, everywhere you follow us and we'll post when that's out as well. But if you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening and hail hail. <laughs>
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 